2: Hello, uh, this is me, Chris McGlade Tickets are on sale for my critically acclaimed show, Forgiveness at the iconic 100 Club on Oxford Street in London
0: How can you write a comedy show about the murder of your father? Well, Chris McGlade the Northern comedian has with his critically acclaimed show, Forgiveness at the 100 Club on Oxford Street October the 12th Tickets at biletto.co.uk or at the 100 Club Chris McGlade
2: Come down and see the show Thanks very much
1: From the people who turned a niche Scottish football podcast Into a critically acclaimed TV show On the BBC it's Review from the Terrace, a pop culture podcast network. Hello
2: and welcome to the Still Game Podcast. My name is Bethany Tenick.
1: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish
0: Rewatchable. Hello and welcome to Review from the Turnbuckle.
1: Debating the best in movies, iconic TV shows, classic albums, peak era wrestling and so much more. Some
0: intern got fired for that, like, <laughs> like, Jared! And what
1: would you have done? <laughs> Loved it. What a moment. What a moment. Review from the the Terrace brings together a collection of professionals, pals, misfits and special guest interviews The one and only Ewan Angus G Telfer, Director of Slow Games Michael Hines That's Review From The Terrace, a newly created podcast network with at least two shows dropping every week I know, well, Good to see you man, good to see you man It's <laughs> been a long time man <laughs> Many people will say it's the biggest moment in the history of wrestling. It's about 35 <laughs> 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 Find us on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts
0: And welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans and uh, we've got the Southampton game to talk about and two forthcoming matches against Dinamo, Zagreb and Manchester United. And here to talk about those games are, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. And award-winning, I'm always very, very proud to say, stand-up comedian, uh, Kevin Jay. Good evening. How are you, Kev? I'm good, thank you. Th- have you I done
1: think... any IRL gigs? No, yes, I have. I, I was going to say no, because I did some drive-in comedy gigs, which was R- performing to cars. So I guess that is in real life, but just by by, by way of performing at cars. That is,
0: can, yeah. Cars yeah, cars, uh, and their owners. Where where were those gigs?
1: They were at a drive-in... There was a drive-in cinema in Edmonton... Um, not too far from our noisy neighbours, uh, and um, they were in a car park for up to four hundred cars hooting at you when you did well, or hooting at you when you weren't doing well. But Holy shit! You can't tell the difference because no. the hoot is a hoot. So I, no, I, I, no, I yeah. smashed every gig. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's, it's not very nuanced as a means of communication. The hoots No, is no.
0: Really? How many of those gigs
1: did you do? I did four.
0: Wow. A uh,
1: I was, I was, oh sorry, I was going to say, and then I've done two actual in, in-person it, gigs, which I was meant to do, two 10-minute sets, but they both ended up turning into about 27 minutes with me just going, it's so good to be here. Oh, my God, yeah, I yeah. can't believe I'm here. I haven't got much material, uh, but it's really good to be here. Real people in the flesh. Oh, my God, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I've
0: done a few. Did uh, I've done a few. Um, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, wow. Um, who were you on with uh, for the drive-in gigs?
1: The drive-in gigs, I did one with Richard Blackwood. Who, oh, yeah. Um, uh, when he wasn't on, on, on Hollyoaks, he came down and did one. I yeah. did one with, you may, you may remember this chap. He had a Channel 4 show called Balls of St- He was on Balls of Steel. And yeah. he was the militant black guy. Uh, and his name's Todju. Oh, yeah, 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 yes, uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah I've so, met him a few times, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Todju did one, and then, um, I can't remember who the, who the, last, who the last one was. But yeah, amazing, half decent. Like amazing. It. I mean, it still, it still to now blows me away that people came and sat and watched comedy in their cl- and they had to tune into like eighty-seven point one or something and then listen to you through FM radio. It was, it was really weird because you were amazing stood there in silence. Um, yeah, you yeah. hear yourself, you couldn't hear people laughing, <laughs> but there would just be like a 10 second delay and then some beeps after your punchline.
0: <laughs> Holy smokes! Wow, that does sound. Uh, was it fun or just weird?
1: It was just really, it was just really, really weird. Yeah. Um, I think after the first and second one, the fear factor was gone, and then they kind of became fun. But it, it was also that point of desperation. It's a bit like you know when you kind of find yourself in a boozer late on a Saturday night or early Sunday morning, going, "We wouldn't usually drink here, but the fact that everywhere else is closed." <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <desperation laughs> was, yeah that's it. That was yeah. basically what it was. All the comics were just backstage, going, "What the?" Are we doing?
0: Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know
1: what I mean? It's like well, yeah, we absolutely. haven't worked for a year, so at this point, we'll take anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah. How that sounds amazing. Uh, well, West Ham United uh, played Southampton on Saturday. Jim, you went to that game?
2: I did. I went. Yes, um, yes. I had a, a very good, very good seats for uh, right behind the goal. It's very good.
0: Right, right. Um, uh,
2: uh, and uh, and did then you, the match um, started, and it wasn't very good. <laughs>
1: oh. Kev, did you see it on TV at all? I watched the vast majority of it, yeah. I missed, missed a bit of the first half, but yeah, saw saw the majority of it.
0: Uh, yeah, I watched about an hour of it on a stream. Um, yeah, what did you make of it, Jim?
2: Well, I thought um, it was... Um, an away point is always, is always um, you know to be, to be gratefully received in the Premier League, but it was a, a bit disappointing. I think we were a little bit off it, but they... Southampton played a canny game. They sat deep, um, and we struggled to break them down. And they they really did a number on Antonio. Um, you know, very much kind of kind of just wrestling with him and and playing rugby against him. Really, yeah, yeah. He didn't get a lot yeah. of protection from the referee, and um, they wound him up to the point where, of course, you know, he lost his he lost his cool. Um, yeah. And he's got to learn not to do that because. Um, you know, he's gonna he's gonna come up against this more and more, I think, this kind of very physical approach to dealing with him, get very, very, you know, more than touch tight and just grapple with him whenever he you know. The one where he got booked with Stevens, you know, the first booking. Yeah. I was, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, you probably you, you know, he shouldn't have reacted, but it was a little bit harsh because I mean the bloke was just bloody well wrestling into the ground almost.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I mean his his, you know, his reaction was uh after the action had stopped, because I think we yeah. got a free kick from it, didn't we? Yes, yes. And I think, you know, his it's it's not as if like something happened and as a reaction he did a physical thing to him, which is you know, raising your arms to another player. He's actually wrestling, and then they, the, the other guy started wrestling, and he continues to wrestle and gets booked for what the other guy instigated. It just seems, yeah, it was um, very harsh and a sort of bad reading of the situation by the referee, I thought.
2: Yeah, yeah he didn't cover himself in glory, the referee, I don't think. I mean... No although on balance i i am in favor of the of the slightly more robust approach and you know sort of the kind Definitely. of you know waving play on get up yeah um i, I think everyone agrees it does improve improve the game there're just going to be sometimes when you know uh it goes a little bit against
1: you and you just have to accept that i think
0: yeah but, yeah uh, yeah Kev, what did you make of it
1: all i think I, I with with antonio what i'm 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 conscious of is i don't want him to get caught up in this I'm 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 incredibly strong we know he is and I think yeah. he it was almost like he was jostling for with Stevens to go no just so you do know you, I am stronger than you and yeah. I
0: think
1: there's a bit of kind of if he does get out muscled there will always be that little bit of afters where he just wants to leave that yeah. mark of going no I am really strong I don't know if you've seen it in the press and if yeah. the media have said it enough look at the size of my <clears throat> my my thighs and my I am, we know you're strong but sometimes I think you might have to learn to walk away um he's taken the number 9 shirt and I think that in itself, will bring a lot of pressure onto him. I think he's gone somewhat under the radar, despite scoring loads of goals and, and tearing yeah. some defences to pieces. It's always been a bit of a, oh, he's having a bit of a good spell. Yeah, yeah. Taking the number nine shirt and, and kind of going, OK, well, I'm, I'm now the, the the top scorer um, in, in the Premier League era for this club. Yeah. Um, it's going to come with a, a bit of pressure and he's going to be a bit of a marked man. Um, Echo, I echo Jim's thoughts with regards to the game. I think Southampton uh, I take it as a compliment that you know, teams are setting out with a game plan against us. Um, I think yeah. years gone by, teams would just rub their hands together and go, West Ham are coming, do what you want. Um, instead, they're actually being very tactical, um, having a clear approach to how they have to get through the game to manage it themselves. Otherwise, they'll yeah. probably get beaten three or four one in like we saw back in the last season where we were just putting huge numbers past people um so i i think we we need to work on that game management side ourselves which is okay when teams don't come at us and we can't hit them on the counter and use pace and power how are we gonna break teams down yeah
0: you saw it last season, didn't you? I mean, Hazenhoutel said it at the end of the game. We we decided to let West Ham have the ball and have them play in front of us and just sit deep and try and hit them on the break. And we saw that a couple of times last season. And we, um, yeah, it's difficult to say whether we, you know, we were unable to cope with it and find another way, or whether that's just going to be the case. That because it's unusual, it's unusual <coughs> for a home side to sort of deliberately set out to play like the away team, you know? And that might be something that sort of really will uh, take a hold after last season, where being the home team didn't really make any difference. Um, You know, I I suppose, you know, up until last season, if you played a kind of very... Uh, soak it up and hit them on the brakes, sort of defensive game that was based around trying to nullify the other teams. Eventually, your home fans, unless you were Stoke or Bolton in the 90s, are going to j- sort of sl- start to get on your back a bit, you know? Um, but perhaps, you know, since last season and people seeing that, you know, um, especially since kind of less possession is starting to really gain results for even some of the big teams, even some of the big teams are winning matches with less possession. Maybe the fans having watched nearly every game on telly rather than just the home matches last season, will start to think, yeah, actually you can sort of uh, approach a game by just sort of sitting back and soaking it up. But um, yeah, it certainly is something that we, um, uh, are going to have to sort of deal with because we are we you know we slightly want to sit back and hit them on the break ourselves and two teams can't really play that way something's got to give in the end exactly
2: you know I, I i think i think um kevin's right i think you know it is a bit of a compliment I, I mean i think we might have mentioned it you know towards the end of last season that some teams are just going to sit back and treat us like a big club and uh the problem is we aren't really quite as good as as Liverpool and man city in no. terms of you know and not and not used to it as well you know presumably the training isn't isn't necessarily built around um breaking down you know a big solid low low defensive block so um they've got to learn they've got to' just got to get better at it it didn't help that Ben Rama had a bit of an off day and that generally that they didn't seem to be you know a lot of the the crossing wasn't 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 great, you know. It was just no. I think it was a combination, really, of of Southampton's game plan, which nearly came off for them, you know, with, with the one cleared off the line and yeah. in the post. Um, but it was also the fact that I don't think we were quite at it either. There wasn't quite the intensity. And I have to say, and probably we'll, we'll talk a bit more about him, but but when he came off the bench, Vlasic really made a difference. I, I thought he really upped the intensity, and uh, he looked really yeah. good. I, I was an impressive.
0: Bowen was. um really notably, I thought, head and shoulders above all our other attacking players in the first half. And yeah. that doesn't normally happen. You know, no. uh, I thought we were a little bit not at it. I thought we felt like we'd sort of rounded about 10% off our tempo, you know, and that's happened once or twice. We're now, you know, we're now a passing team. We, you know, a couple a couple of years ago, both under P- um, um, Pellegrini and Bilic, uh... I was saying on this podcast, an opposing team manager would essentially just say, let West Ham have the ball because by about the sixth pass, they'll kick it to one of our players. They're just so fucking hopeless in midfield. Now we're full of really technical players that will pass it around. You know, we're very good at keep ball if we have to kind of sort of give it down. And, and again, on Saturday, we we were like that. But without really any penetration in the last third and like sometimes that final ball that final cross was um a bit disappointing so often into the goalkeeper's hands yeah yes
2: several of them uh, um uh in first half in particular i thought but yeah you know i i think you, you you're not going to be um absolutely as i said the other way you're not going to be banging four past everyone we've got a we've got no. a um temper, you know expectations we're still unbeaten You know, we're we're in the top half, um you know, and still looking good. I think there's you know, um it's gonna happen that you 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 won't get points, you know, on every every single occasion. So
0: No, no. I mean we've said before, haven't we? Like the you know, Arsenal's invincible season, Manchester City's hundred points season, a lot of those games were pretty doer, chatty wins. You just put points on the board, you know, and um, mm. that's what we were very good at doing last season. There were a lot of like sort of nil one wins away that it felt like maybe we didn't even quite deserve, but mm. we got them, you know, and to take a point out of that game was good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll just say on the, um, the point around the intensity I don't recall the last time we had that many players away on an international break. Yeah. No. So the players that bring intensity to our side, now's work rate, you know, uh, Sucek, Sufau, they yeah. will, they've all, you know, played throughout the international break, travelled and stuff like that. And that might yeah. be why Bowen was head and shoulders above. Yeah. yeah. Hadn't been playing. No, that's yeah. a good point. I think, that's that's I think it is stuff. a good point.
2: Um, and they've not trained, I mean, um, they've not trained with each other for for, for a couple of weeks. So, I think that's as important as anything else. Is that um, you know rhythm to the to the training and working with each other, um, and that Moyes did did refer to. He felt they didn't quite click. You know, that, that they've perhaps not been not been sort of together for a while, and you just you just kind of uh, you know the finely tuned mechanism doesn't doesn't quite you know f- um, function as it should.
0: Yeah, the think, Czech boys played three games, didn't they? And, 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 and yeah, the commentary yeah. I listened to sort of I don't know whether this true, but sort of implied. That they pretty much played every minute of every game. And, yeah. and in the case of Sufal and Suchek, you could see that probably being the case. They would probably stay out there for the whole game. So my God, I mean, you know, the work the work both of those put into just one game is um extraordinary. I just just to, just to finish off that thought about, you know, styles of football. I always remember, Jim, do you remember uh, in the Pardew season, the 10th mm. place finished Pardew season, we played Chelsea and we were doing, and they, I think they were Mourinho's Chelsea at the time. And we were going sort of great guns against them. I mean, they were really having a good season, I think. And, um, and uh, we were sort of really going toe to toe with them. And I think... There was a feeling in the crowd, oh, Pardew, if you change it up now, if you change it up, we could get this game. He changed it up to be a bit more positive because I think we played with one up front. We played with Howard up front. We might have even played with three central defenders, but somehow we, you know, we packed the midfield and we were cancelling. And he switched to four four two, brought another striker on, Chelsea yeah. won it 3-1. You know, yeah. it was just... It, and it was sort of, we were willing, Pardew, to make that change. And of course, yeah. we know how impatient some football fans are. Just, you know, just change it, do something. I'm bored. This game's been on for four minutes and I'm bored. Change it, Moise, you know. And there was that feeling, but even we had that feeling of kind of going, oh, you know, we might actually beat Chelsea. We've just got to be a little bit more positive. He went positive. That was it. Game mode. Yeah. you know, yeah. they won it 3-1, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, um, it's difficult to, you know, if you find a way of playing, uh, and uh, this is probably what we're going to come on to now, talking about the Antonio suspension, you know, you, um, it's difficult whether to stick or twist, you know? If you've got a way of playing that works for you, you know, sort of changing it up can be fraught with difficulty. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, i've got to only- say the,
2: the sorry i've got to say the away crowd was fantastic again and and there is at the moment going you know traveling away there's no sense of that kind of frustration creeping in. you know there's they've got a lot they've got so much credit in the bank i think yeah um and it's really good to hear that the i mean the away uh, fans now you know fully sing david Moy's crown blue army and yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that starts to sort of become more of a thing at home because um you know, it's it really good. It's great going away with the team at the moment. Uh, you know, these first couple of, yeah. first few away games. You know, back with the crowds. You know, uh, terrific. Um, but the good people of Southampton didn't seem to see it this way. I was astonished at how many gaps there were in the stadium. Wow, you know, that they can't fill it. It's extraordinary.
0: It's right. not very really
2: big either. Um, no, it was no, really no. weird.
0: That's interesting. All the kind of like, you know, fair weather fans. It was not a hugely enjoyable season for them last year, I imagine. Funnily enough, early on, they topped the division, didn't they, Southampton? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with about six weeks in or something, they were sort of topping the division. But then they really fell away, didn't they? They really sort of struggled. I mean, it, you know, Jim, you thought that actually they might potentially slip into d- danger this year. I still
2: think they might, because you know they they can't really, they they can't set up that defensively all the time. I don't think, and and, um, they, they are. I think they might be vulnerable when they try and get on the front foot and assert themselves in games, as they probably will do against uh, lower half teams. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think you can just keep selling good players no and, no and, uh, i mean they've brought that, that Livramento, the, the the football they got on loan from chelsea he, he, he looks kind of decent um and they have got some good players war and yeah. whatever but i uh, you know i think we'll look at that as two points dropped and it is a way game for yeah, us yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think um I, yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they were still in that sort of um, relegation mix
0: yeah yeah we'll be back after this message Welcome back. So, yes, uh, Mikael Antonio uh, got sent off and uh, so goes missing for a game. Uh, what do we make of that? Kev?
1: I think last season when he got injured, I think we were all worried, weren't we? We were biting our nails mm. and, and David Moyes just pulled and pulled another trick out of the hat and kind of get found a way for us to play. Um, I think it could be a really good opportunity for, for some of our newer assign-ins to kind of invent themselves and, you know, look at that alternative way of playing because it would seem that David Moyes has signed Vlasic instead of a second striker because he thinks mm-hmm. that maybe he can play that. So I think what a perfect time in the season to give him that opportunity against United, which I think if we're all honest, we're not probably expecting to get much No, from. no. So it's kind of a, bit of a bit of a free kind of run out for him to go, look, this is how we want you to play. Go and give it your best shot at one of the best teams in the league. There's absolutely no pressure on you, so um, I'm quite optimistic about it, really. Um, And I'd much rather Antonio be out through suspension than injury, if we've got. Yeah,
0: me too, me too. I mean, I, I, um, you know, some of the kind of knee-jerk reactions on Facebook were, "We're fucked." (laughs) Four games into the season, we're fucked. We are fucked. (laughs) We're fucked. We are fucked now. And you go, we're not a one-man team. We're just yeah. not a one-man team. It might feel like we're a one-man team because we've got, you know, essentially one sort of striker. But, I mean, he was a right back. He was a right-winger until, you know, about two seasons ago. So I, I sort of think, um, I really don't think that's the case. And, and, and like you, Kev, I'm sort of quite excited about the prospect. I sort of think that, you know, we, we actually have sort of several guys vying for similar positions on the pitch and another chance to kind of sort of shuffle the pack a bit and see what it might be like with kind of Bowen leading the line and uh, three behind him of, you know, Vlasic, um, uh, Fornauz and Ben Rama, um, you know, uh, and and Bowen. Uh, yeah, sorry, Bowen up front. Yeah, yeah. Or some other commentator, maybe Vlasic up front, um, is... Um, Quite exciting. I'm quite excited by that. Possibly. Yeah, well,
2: I, I think in terms of the Man United game, um, you know, we've obviously got, you know, they, they've got attacking threats that we uh, that we have to worry about. But at the same time, you know, their, their defensive midfielder is, is like kind of Fred. And, uh, you know, Maguire is a kind of traditional centre-half, really. He's a very good one, but he's, you know, he'll be winning the ball in the air. But if we have that, we're going to have, you know, an attacking four maybe of Vlasic, Bowen, Ben Rama and Fornaus, That's mobile, technically good, pacey, You know, that could give Manchester United some real problems, I would have thought. And and yeah. with Rice and Suchek, they are always going to be competitive in midfield. So um you know, I think we should we should we should have a right go at them and it might be a very entertaining, high scoring game.
0: You know, how many do you think we're gonna lose by Kevin?
1: Oh, that's a, that's that's a that's a that's a you phrase that in a way that's made my brain go what? Um, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, let's see if think, it did maybe. I don't think it'll be by many. I really don't. I really don't think it'll be by many. I think if Moyes approaches it with that front floor, allowing them to a bit of freedom, allow them to be really. Uh, fluid and interchangeable, as he yeah. did last season with Fornals, Lingard, and-, and Bowen, when they were kind of just popping up on e- each other's wings and different people were yeah, taking that yeah. centre forward role. As we know from when Man City play like that, it-, it causes a lot of havoc for teams that are set up in quite a rigid way. So I think, uh, as Jim said, if we go at it, of course, at the other end of the pitch, they could do a lot of damage. I'd like to see Zuma get his debut. Yeah, um, he's uh, Great. And I think, um, you know, I, I, maybe, by, maybe, maybe by two, but I'm, I'm, I'm always singing from, the, sh- from the, 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 the hymn sheet of West Ham get wins when they're not expected.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I sort of, I don't know. I think, I, I think they have been a very strong title contenders this year, Manchester United, especially since they got Ronaldo. Ronaldo looks about 24, doesn't he? He's like, he looks about two years older than when they first had him. It's extraordinary. He's
2: yeah. uh, he's terrific, but they needed uh, they need a better midfield and, and defense. I don't think they will be title defenders. I really don't. I, Do I think uh, no. I think it's going to be. Um, I, I, I think Chelsea are very strong this season, um, yeah. and I think it's going to be. And I think Liverpool, if they can stay relatively injury free, I think their their starting eleven, their first choice eleven, is still probably the best eleven. In the league, that's just strength and depth that is there, slight issue. Yeah. But I, I think, and you know, I, I, probably that's the top four. That you know, the obvious top four. But I, I don't think Man United are the complete package yet. I mean, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but uh, you know, Rio Ferdinand's right. They need Declan Rice in a way, um, and they will probably come come gunning for him
0: uh, at yeah, some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: um. But yeah, I, think I, I, gonna, I think we're gonna I think we turn them over. I've got a really sneaky good feeling. Really?
0: About oh that, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think we're gonna time. burst
2: that away, undefeated away, bubble. It's all been about them, whatever. Um uh they've had some relatively kind of uh, rampant, relatively easy games. I, I, I think they're um they're vulnerable are still still vulnerable defensively. Um and uh I think we can we can upset them.
0: Um Vlasic did look good, didn't he? I really thought he, good. you know, I mean, it's obviously, you know, early days. It was how how much game time did he have? 15 minutes, 20 minutes. But I thought he looked good. He seemed, and I, I thought he was, you know, I thought he, he worked well with the others. I thought he linked up well with the others, you know, um, you know, they are sort of similar types of players, uh, those guys, aren't they? And I don't know if that's kind of problematic. The one that is different from the others is obviously Antonio because of his attributes and and uh, his pace. Um, but, um, you know, Bowen in that game really sort of showed that he has a good turn of speed. Um, yes,
2: he's quick. Yeah. He's
0: quick, isn't he? He is quick. He is. Yeah. I thought he had a really good game in that game. And it was possibly because, you know, he was suddenly a little bit more visible because the others were maybe not entirely at the races to the degree they normally are, especially Ben Rama. I thought, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, um, but, you know, again, international duty may well have had something to do with that, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of exciting, isn't it? I wonder, you know, what the difference is going to be between the two outfits that play on Thursday and Sunday.
2: Yes. That will be interesting to see. I, 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 really find that hard to predict to be honest i mean at least i, I, I mean assuming antonio is going to play now on, uh, on thursday because he won't be uh playing on sunday so that's a sort of good thing um yeah. um i don't know i hope you pull out a decent you know reasonably reasonably strong um side at least we've got a bit of depth now at central defense and with um kral there uh, who's experienced in Europe? Maybe, maybe that 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 means you can rotate, give uh, at least Rice or Suchek at some some time off in the game. If not, if not, um, actually a rest. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, Lanzini might play Yarmolenko. we've got, we've got players who are you know are good enough, yeah. I think, yeah. to play to play at that level. So it'll be interesting
0: yeah it will be interesting. I mean, I sort of wonder um you know he he's 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 obviously uh when he feels he's got the right eleven there's very little sort of um change to that eleven and you know we, this this season you know I think we we made most of the way through several games without making any substitutions you know i think newcastle the that we were basically doing them to kind of chew a bit of time up at the end mm. rather than you know tactically um and I wonder whether he is sort of you, you know there is a sort of mode of thought that goes well, you know we'll just put our strongest teams in until we sort of have until we sort of wear them out and have to start rotating mm. you know it's sort of um you know kral I think is a great is is a great asset now, you know as long as he's sort of decent which he sort of seems to be you know the the glimpses so. we saw of him in the euros he looked all right, didn't he
2: yeah, I, I mean, I, I I don't, and there was a feeling that he probably wasn't, you know, um, as good as he can be in the US, so, um, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know a huge amount about, you know, contemporary European football, to be honest. is this on paper uh, the, the toughest game in, in the group, do we think?
1: I don't know. Away
2: in Croatia, like?
1: Yeah, Kevin, you were sort of know uh, much about European football. I don't. I, I, I mean, yeah, I was trying to t- toss a coin between between them and or trying trying. Yeah, I, 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 don't follow them. Um, I'm not. No. Actually, I know we definitely got the probably one of the better draws. Yeah. Um, yeah, And I would definitely know if we were going out against AS Monaco tomorrow, how I would feel about that. Uh, yeah. I'm not actually sure. That's a really good point, Joe. I'm gonna I'm gonna swat up on that this evening now. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think all of our European away days will be will be uh, a real mix of kind of obviously excitement, but also a bit of a challenge because we have, you know, there no, obviously those teams are no mugs being in the competition. Um, but I think, as you've, as you've said, I think we've got a decent enough squad, believe it or not. And I think there could be a really good opportunity for Yarmolenko, Lanzini to almost have a bit of a breath of fresh air because it's a new competition and a challenge. Yeah. Kind of yeah. really insert themselves in a and in a potentially a bit of a slower game because it won't have that same Premier League intensity. So, agree. Oh, um, I, I, yeah. I'd I'd like to see him go with a bit of a different look team for our Europa games uh, to almost stamp a bit of clarity between this is our team that we play in the league and this is the league team that we put out for for our european games
0: yeah last season we uh we had a kind of b team didn't we that that went out in the caribou cup unfortunately the second they came up against some decent opposition they looked shit because they looked (laughs) dynamite (laughs) against the kind of lower league opposition didn't they and they were you know a team of kind of sort of second string superstars because that really was kind of lanzini yarmolenko Philippe Anderson, I think, played in a couple of those games. You go, and these guys are all like internationals, and, and and you know they they put a couple of lower league teams to the sword. But then the second they came up against
1: Everton, it was like a you know didn't didn't we beat someone? I think like five one or something. And yeah, they, they they should be playing every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why absolutely. aren't they starting?
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a sort of yeah, definitely. You really thought, God, we've got these. We've got this this sort of B team that's like snapping at the heels of the A team. You could almost just put that team into the Premiership, then Everton just turn them over effortlessly. And you thought, oh well, no, no, that can't happen. It was a shame, though, wasn't it? It was a shame. But that that
2: you know the, the, the windows meant that that B team now looks potentially much better, doesn't it? So you know yeah. we could we could put. Um, you know, he makes wholesale changes. You can have Ariola in goal. Who, that, I don't think that makes you weaker. No. Uh, Diop and Zuma at centre back. That's not going to make you conspicuously weaker. No, no. Um, Johnson and Fredericks as the full or well, maybe not. Not quite. Not quite as strong. But um, you know, then Kral maybe, uh, and uh, you know, and Lanzini in, in midfield. No. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, Yarmo up Yeah, you know, I think um, Vlasic. You know, it's looking better, isn't it? I think yeah, as a yeah. squad in terms of quality, a bit of quality and depth. It's not. It's like we've now got like one and a half first teams. Really, we know. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah. But no, it'll, it'll it's uh, uh, yeah, Don but,
2: uh, the Don Peretta, friend mm-hmm. of this podcast, is going. So oh, maybe right. we should get him on and uh, get get him to report back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Um, yes. Yeah, I think uh, Rob Banks has, has uh, bought a ticket for the Vienna fixture, hasn't he? he well, he's, he's, he's
2: bought air tickets. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, sh- yeah. I assume he'll get a, he'll get a ticket.
0: So if he doesn't get it, he'll go and sit in a bar in Vienna and watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Probably. Or go and watch some classical music. <laughs> <laughs> Not, what,
1: do we know what the allocation <laughs> is? Or well, some
0: dancing yeah,
2: horses. Don't they have dancing horses? Yes, or a boys' choir.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, Kevin. You, you were just—they just put the allocation up for the Zagreb game, didn't they? Yes, there are more. Mm. Um, and do we know what the allocations are for the for for any of these games? No. no.
2: Genk is a very small little. It's a it's a small stadium. They're yeah. one of those kind of smallish clubs that keep producing talent. You know, De Bruyne and people like that have come come out of that club.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it'd be interesting. What time's the game on Thursday? 5 45
2: kickoffs on BT
0: Sport. Right, right. Um, I foolishly arranged to go to the pub with some mates.
2: Well, it could be a pub that's got the football on though. I should try and
0: sort of. Um, I should try and uh, sort of. That. Yeah, try and manipulate the situation to be that yeah. very situation. Yeah. Do some yeah.
2: advanced research and then suggest yeah. the pub where it's on and be be surprised, to
1: feign yeah, surprise. Yeah. Stop oh, st- no. stumbling to oh. the only Croatian pub in, uh, <laughs> yeah, in London. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah oh, what's London that York. on the telly? Oh, the Claret and Blue team must be Burnley or someone. Oh, wait, no, no. That's the team I support. That's West Ham. Oh, fellas. Um, I'm just going to go to the bar. Uh, I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> um What's everyone having? Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> given that we know nothing about uh, nothing <laughs> about um, Dinamo Zagreb, um, what are our predictions for the scores in that game? Oh, Jim? my
2: God. Uh, absolutely no idea. I, I, um, I would take a, a, it, you know, it's a way in Europe. I mean, you know, I'd take a Dower nil-nil. Uh, I'm going to
0: go 1-1. 1-1. Is it? It's group, isn't it? So they'll play yes. each other a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and they, one they,
2: they one. kind of they kind of sort of mirror each other, don't they? So our last game will be the home one against. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Kevin, what do you think? You can't have one one under I, our strict system. I will go with a two one win. A two one win to the Hams. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm going to say. I'm going to say. Genk 2, oh uh, no, sorry, uh, Zagreb 2, Dinamo Zagreb 2, West Ham 4. Wow.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, wow. yeah. You heard it here first. Go to your local <laughs> bookmakers uh, now and stand outside until they open in the morning and uh, put your house on that. Um, yeah. And I suppose we have to think about Manchester United as well on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Jim? 3-2. Three two.
2: Massively Raving. entertaining. It's gonna
0: yeah, be good. Yeah. Kevin, what do you reckon?
1: I think we will win two nil.
0: Two nil. Wow. Now we under Pellegrini we beat them three one, didn't we? We beat Mourinho's uh Manchester United. I think that was three one. So I might have three one. Okay.
2: Gosh we're optimistic, aren't we?
0: Yes. I think that might be to them, but, uh, but I'll have it anyway. <laughs> I'll, have it. I'll, right.
1: say it, I'll say it's to us. I'll say so, it's okay. to us.
0: 3-1. Okay. So uh-huh.
1: I've, I've just um, got the Croatian league up and Ooh, yeah. um, you might want to know that Dinamo Zagreb have played 7 won 5 lost one and drawn one. Goals 4-13, goals against 5. So. <laughs> oh, blimey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: but you have no idea what, what kind what of they're playing against
1: there is in that, in that league, you know, yeah. who
2: they play. So it's very difficult to... I mean, they're going to be good, aren't they? Because Croatia, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the, they're going to have some good players, um, whatever. And um, they've got a lot of European experience as well, haven't they, that we don't. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 it'll, be, it'll be really interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I have What's no, no idea what to What's their
1: top team? Is it split? Who's there? Um, split a second in the league, yeah.
0: Right, right.
1: And then after that, I don't recognise any of them. Yeah,
0: right. yeah. Hmm. Well, well, well. It's pretty optimistic uh, set of predictions. Uh, <laughs> possibly <laughs> extremely unwise. <coughs>
2: but then um, um, there's the League Cup game against Manchester United, isn't there? We're going to be podcasting before that.
1: Oh, what day is that?
2: That's next week. It might even be Tuesday. I can't I'm just going to get the fixtures up. Yeah. I believe it's
1: on the 22nd.
2: Hold on. It is... Yes, it's... Oh, no, it's the Wednesday. So we will have one night. uh, night
0: Oh, so we'll have one night. Bloody hell. God, they're coming thick and fast, aren't they?
2: Yeah, then leads away the uh, the Saturday after that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, blimey, blimey, O'Reilly. Well, he's got to get a bit of his uh, rotation going and resting players. They'll have, players to. They'll have to. He's got yeah. to. well,
2: yeah. I, I think there'll be a big set of changes for that League Cup game, but then Man United will probably make make a lot as well. So yeah, yeah, um, that's you true. Know, Lingard will probably play start for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was great to see Jay Ling score, wasn't it? <laughs> You know, even though that whole story was about Cristiano Ronaldo, J Jay- yeah. still came Pops one up. and scored a goal. Pops and, you know, in a the way end. they were sort of going that really genuinely now signals the end for Jesse Lingard at Manchester United. He plays in the same game and scores. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. scores two for England, you know. Uh,
2: the one that's looking sort of slightly out of the picture is Sancho, isn't it? Um How does he, you know, they spent a lot of money on him, and then, and then brought in Ronaldo. And they kind of been the plan to bring in Ronaldo. It was like an opportunistic signing, yeah. in a way, wasn't it? But
0: well, um, I think Sancho is Sancho is um, socialised boy, though, isn't he? I mean, I think he'll still. I think he. I, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder what the sort of psychology is behind the whole thing. It's like. Lingard sort of, it feels like he might have made himself a bit of a squeaky wheel going, okay, I'll stay until I'm worth nothing and then you'll have to get rid of me for no money. They might have been making overtures to sort of sell him, possibly, um, you know, hand him off to West Ham, but then they would have just dropped the price and we would have got him. I mean, I I, I, I suspect he was reluctant to leave. He felt he had a point to prove. So it's a weird, complex set of, you know, factors because Solskjaer could essentially just freeze him out. Couldn't he just go? You 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 just won't play. You'll sort of train yeah. with the kids. I don't like you anymore. You've been a sort of squeaky wheel. You've been slightly moaning about the club, about not getting to game time. You know, he could easily be frozen out of the team. But then he didn't. He put him on the bench, put him on, and he scored. He's yeah. going to you know. It, and you're right. You know, in a way, where's that leave Sancho? You know. Uh, interesting very and, interesting
2: or, and or Greenwood I mean they've got they've just got such riches in those positions but you, they can't all play
0: well they got know? rid of that Dan James guy didn't they I mean he yeah you know.
2: yeah, but that felt you know you, that felt was always going to happen That, you know. yeah um, he's got the leads is not he yeah
0: yeah yeah all right. Well, that is it for uh, this week's Stop Hammer Time. Pretty positive set of predictions. And uh, let's uh, see how we get on when we see you again next Tuesday, on the eve of our third game in about <laughs> eight days. Uh, extraordinary. Uh, with me this week have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. And Kevin J. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Come on, you irons. This is a Playback Media
2: production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com.